Hey, and welcome to today's episode. Today we're asking the question, is mainstream Toronto media 2416 centric? I don't think I've ever noticed this until more recently with the pandemic and vaccine distribution. What I've noticed is there is next to zero focus on some 905 regions, such as York region, even though some postal codes in the area are quote unquote hotspots and therefore have prioritized clinics, including the pop-ups. Just to backtrack a little, for those of you not from the area, 416 and 905 are two of several area codes for the city and its surrounding suburbs. 416 is one of, I believe, I think three area codes for the core of Toronto, for now anyway, while a 905 represents its surrounding suburbs. Now, I've never lived in the 905. By the way, there's also 289 for those people in the 905. But, you know, you can say that I'm kind of 905 adjacent, if you know what I mean, since Markham is a suburb where many of Toronto's Chinese-centric businesses are located. Some people might say that that's one of our several Chinatowns, though most probably don't think of it that way, at least not the ethnic Chinese community I grew up with. Chinatown to us is not only in the 416, but downtown and a little bit too touristy and focused on people who work down there. So why am I saying that the media have been too 416 um, focused? Because while news sources keep on reporting on low rates of vaccination in the Toronto's downtown Chinatown area, there is little information on what the rates are in Markham, which, as I said earlier, has a large Chinese um, population, like an ethnic Chinese population, including people like those who live in Chinatown who speak very limited English. This is a population which likely consumes most forms of media in their ancestral languages of Mandarin or Cantonese. In fact, people in the area can probably spend an entire week, hey, even a month, without having to utter a single word of English or even hear it, unless they're speaking with their children and grandchildren. This is especially the case for the elderly. So why aren't they saying much? No comparing? Not to mention, finding vaccination rates by district within York Region is complicated as heck. Rates for the York Region in total also involves a lot of online searching. Of course, York Region isn't the only area that is part of the 905. Peel is as well. The media seem to pay much more attention to them likely because there are a lot more cases over there or because many of the city's warehouses are located in Peel, not to mention the airport in Mississauga. I can't really blame this on ethnic discrimination as not all 905 communities are made up of populations to people who don't trace their ancestry to Britain or other northern east, northeastern, northwestern sorry, European cultures. There just isn't much information on the suburbs, period. This kind of bothers me. These communities, with the exception of, say, Hamilton and its own surrounding suburbs, rely on Toronto media for their news. For example, most read the four major English newspapers if they read English, the Toronto Star, the Toronto Sun, the Globe and Mail, and the National Post. There is no York Region, there are no York Region newspapers other than community websites and community publications, like print publications. And these days, of course, many don't even read hard copy publications and rely solely on digital media. Often, you have to search a topic you want to read, even find it on a digital edition. 
So unless you're not looking for it, unless you're looking for it, you might not even get it. The same goes for websites such as 680 and CP24, with both with um, like either radio or television channels. What's the deal anyway? I get that Toronto equals 416 as in the city proper, but people outside of the greater Toronto area might not even know where Markham or Oakville are. In fact, when I was in school and at camp, half the people from the, from the 905 would say that they're from Toronto. Only if you ask which part would they be more specific. Actually, everybody does that, but you get my drift. And if you're actually from that part or you know people who are, you go even further by asking about their high school for university and so on. Just as you would if they came from a similar part of the form and six, right? Is this just another form of regionalism? Or are we really living up to our stereotype of being the center of the universe by Canadian standards? I suppose we, as in 416 people, are a little bit snobby. I mean, even having that 416 area code opposed to 647 or 473, which is the third form area code for the Toronto area, and yes, this is new. Like, it's just seen as being better. I suppose Drake could have called us the four rather than the six, you know. But anyway, it's like kind of like how New Yorkers want to be 212 opposed to 917 or every other area code that they have there. But really, are we better? How? Maybe we just have more things to do, like, you know, galleries and museums and things like that. Well, the four non-pandemic times anyway. But we don't necessarily, at least downtown, have those parks and places for kids to play outside. Not as many, anyway. And as a downtown mom, I sometimes wonder, I often wonder, whether my son would have the same kind of experience I did growing just south of the 905-416 border. It was the suburbs, especially back then. And I rode my bike, played in the park across the street, and in my own backyard. But my son won't, won't won't have that necessarily. It can mean like he doesn't have a backyard or even like randomly riding his bike without me or my husband being with him when he's a little bit older. It's like, I, it's just not as safe, you know? Like maybe like when he's like, you know, 13 years old, but not when he's eight. Like I was able to ride my bike around the neighborhood without my parents, you know? It's, it was just, there just weren't a lot of cars. Well, there were, I mean, like, there is a park and a playground close, but not as close as it was, as the park was to my house growing up. Or can you say that we do have more things to do? I mean, they're just different things. How does that, what does that, how does that make us more superior? I get that people think 905 is, quote unquote, just the suburbs and can't have the kind of culture we in the 416 can. Well, if you don't think Pacific Mall is as cultural as Chinatown, then maybe you need to do a little more research. How is it not? I mean, Pacific Mall, the big, this, the humongous, like, Asian-centric mall in, in, in the 905 is weatherproof. So, like, if it rains, you can still get everything you want, snows and whatnot, but parking kind of sucks there. That's probably why I haven't been there in years. I don't like Yorkdale, like the shopping mall here, for the exact same reason. I mean, the only real benefit of Yorkdale is that it is subway accessible. 
And if you're talking about galleries and museums, like Vaughn has, is home to the Macmillan Gallery, featuring Canadian art, including works by the Group of Seven and numerous Indigenous artists. Vaughn also is the home to a vibrant Italian community, so if you're looking for cultural events related to Italian whole cult heritage, you got that. But back to the media and the pandemic. Again, what is it with the 905 that isn't worth reporting pandemic information as well as in, as in detailed as the 416? Why is it so difficult to find information comparing similar cultural populations in the 416 versus the 905? From what I've found, both Vaughn and Markham had higher case, case rates compared to, parts of, to many parts of the 905, with Vaughn being higher than Markham. I get that both communities have a large number of residents coming from cultures where multi-generational households are common, but homes there also tend to be larger than those downtown. It's not like these people are living in cramped quarters with parents, children, as well as grandparents. Of course, linguistic challenges may still be an issue, and the inability for adult children to translate for their parents, either because they themselves lack the vocabulary. Many understand their ancestral languages, but they can't speak as well, just like their parents and grandparents understand English but can't speak it as well or don't feel comfortable or confident in as, as to speak it. Or because they're like too occupied with their jobs as well as ensuring that their children are doing online school properly. And this goes for whether the older generation is living with their children and grandchildren or not. It's actually tougher if the grandparents aren't living with their kids and grandkids. I also can't say this is a 100% ethnic discrimination issue. I just can't say like ethnic discrimination is necessarily the reason why vaccination rates are not are might not be as high in certain communities. I mean, if it's ethnicity related, then the issue would apply to all people from said ethnic group regardless of whether they are fluent in English or not. As for Peel region, it seems to me that the media only gave them some attention or a lot of attention due to their skyrocket numbers of cases. So for them, it's been fairly negative. However, Peel too has a rich cultural scene. They too have galleries, museums, and more. Not to mention, Peel is home to a large South Asian population. So like Markham and Vaughn, there are plenty of ethnocultural events, boutiques, and markets to explore and add to the rich, diverse, multicultural aspects of life in the Toronto area. However, once again, media don't seem to care too much. If it's an ethnocultural specific holiday, they seem to prefer to discuss events happening in the 416 rather than anywhere in the 905. It's just not their priority, and I don't think it's fair. So what are your thoughts on this? Why do you think the 416 is seen as more quote-unquote important? Do you think the media should report more on 905 communities? Why or why not? Send me your comments. I might post some on Instagram or answer them on a on like an upcoming episode. My Instagram is at Cynthia C. Mintz, or you can reach me by Twitter at Cynthia CM79. You can also send me comments or questions via private message or email me at talkslife at cynthiacmintz.com. And don't forget to visit my blog at www.cynthiacmintz.com. 
Our opening theme is called Progress is Inevitable by Black Rome, and our closing is called Landing Place by Mark July. Both are courtesy of Shutterstock. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and see you next time.